You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. So if you want to keep up with the cricket, uh, the Alternative Commentary Collective have ball-by-ball commentary for you in their own inimitable fashion, featuring James McConey, of course. But clearly, Weekend Sport trumps the ACC because you're here and not there for this little segment anyway. Yeah, I've gone up one flight of stairs. Admittedly, I did take the lift, uh, Piney, <laughs> but I'm here, and they're on iHeartRadio doing their thing, and uh, looking a little bit dusty, actually. It was a big night there for everyone, including Jonathan Thurston, who was uh, delivering tequila shots late into the evening, apparently. Was he? Well, yep. he was on the show yesterday. What a what a great rooster he was, and uh, he he sounded as though he was looking forward to enjoying himself, and I'm, I'm pleased to know that that was the case. Uh, for me, he made he made it like that. It's a really entertaining uh, event. So kudos to everyone who who puts it together and pulls that thing together. Getting Brian Lara, massive coup. But to take it to that level where it is light entertainment, something really worth watching. I love the fact that you've got a personality like Jonathan Thurston with that kookaburra laugh. He's just so um, gregarious and uh, he just loves life. And so it it elevated it for me. And obviously, a few good other performances. He, um, yeah, I want to get to those in a sec, but he makes a list. We need to make this list at some stage of the most loved Australians by Kiwis. Yes. I think he makes that list easily. You're right, actually. It's a good list. Should we do that next week? Well, we could. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. Sure? Like, <laughs> Someone will text him with a few as well, but he, he's, yeah, he's lovable. Yeah. What about Ruben Love's catch? Even though it was over the boundary, the athleticism of the kid. I know the cat, Ruben Love, the ginger cat, um, and a very good-looking ginger cat, I might add. Uh, all the texts to the ACC were, is Ruben Love single? And um, <laughs> apparently yes. I've heard that he's dating Macy Fraser, but I'm not up with the play with um, what's happening in the Wellington social scene. But um, Macy Fraser from the Wellington Phoenix, uh, well, the Wahenix, as we call them. But yeah, Ruben Love, that... That there was a catch over the boundary, but also the just his athleticism again. The you know he was dancing, celebrating, doing the gritty. If anyone out there knows what that is, and d- does that sort of augur well for the Hurricanes this season? I feel like it does, Piney. Well, look if he's if he's in a good frame of mind, then yes, it does. And the, and the big question we we just need to find out now is where he's going to play, which jersey is he going to wear? And you might have heard Clark Laidlaw just before Christmas in the interview he did. He said, "Look, uh, I I I pulled pulled Ruben Love to one side and I put a number ten jersey on the on the grass and a number fifteen jersey on the grass." And I said to Ruben, "Which one are you picking up?" And he didn't tell us which one Ruben Love picked up. But I kind of hope it's the ten in many ways. I know I, he's got a lot more freedom at fifteen, but I. I'd love to see him run the cutter at 10. I think he will run the cutter at 10. I did an interview him with him out at Sky the other day, and I did ask him, I said, look, are you ready to play 10? Are you bossy enough to boss these guys around like Duplessis Karifi, who was there, Cam Roygaard? And he already said, I've told Cam Roygaard off for not doing the dishes in the flat. So he's getting to that point where he's ready to run the cutter. Piney, he'll be the one. And um, just before we get off the Black Clash, I did want to say, I think it might be time to open it up to other codes and not just rugby because I was a little bit disappointing with their dibbly-dobbly bowlers. I think that if is there someone if someone out there in the world of rugby isn't prepared to bend their back, then let's get some all whites in there. Let's get some Kiwis in there. It should be open to other codes. There have been great cricketers in the past, like Ryan Nelson, uh, the All-Whites captain, was a great cricketer, um, and, and Stacey Jones is a very keen cricketer. Mark Elia, if anyone remembers him, a winger back in the day, excellent bowler for Grafton here in Auckland. So I'm sure if you scratch, if you rattle a few cages, you know, find out who's out there, you'll get, you'll get some really good cricketers from other codes. I love that idea. 
I love that idea. Yep, let's hope that that is uh, the way that this uh, wonderful event develops over time. Uh, Joe Schmidt's going to coach the Wallabies. Uh, your, your initial thoughts on this? Uh, kind of gutted because I love Joe Schmidt. I think he's a, f- a rugby genius. He's a bit like Wayne Smith, isn't he? He's an absolute professor. Uh, he's all about the details, but also super smart. And I think he's got that emotional intelligence that you need these days to realise. I think he would have even seen the steps that Ireland have taken without him and, note- and noted that what Andy Farrell brings is something different to what he he might bring. So the best thing about Joe Smith, Joe Schmidt is he can adapt and evolve and bring, uh, I guess, uh, a framework for any team to excel. And I think we'll see an excellent uh, Wallabies team, even though I still think Dave Rennie was on the right track as well. I think he was too. I, I listened to Joe Schmidt's press conference and I just was struck by how different he is from Eddie Jones. They're like polar opposites, aren't they, the two of them? Yeah, the Aussies will not get any um, rise out of Joe Schmidt and he doesn't like doing media. In fact, you notice that he, he pretty much put a media ban on himself through the entire World Cup or even all of last year's All Black season. Um, even though he's a lovely man, he just didn't want a bar of it. He, he really... Just wanted to focus on it. But of course, when you're in Australia, you've got to face the music and he'll be giving them uh, pretty much just one note the whole time. (laughs) Yes, he will. Uh, Phoenix men still top of the table. A last gasp, 1-1 draw the other night against Melbourne Victory at Sky Stadium, down to 10 just before halftime. I thought it was pretty gutsy from from the Knicks. Yeah, it was. And it's wonderful to see... That sort of resolve, and I think Alex Rufus said there's something special about this group, and I can you, you do get that feeling that they are the real deal this year. Um, one thing I will note is that, okay, Tim Payne's red card may have been fair, which is okay, but I just want to know the stats, and I'll, I'll go digging a bit more next week for you, Piney, on how many red cards are given against the Phoenix compared to other teams, because I feel that there's a lot of tackles uh, studs up tackles from from Aussie players that just go yellow, and it seems that we're quite quick to get a red. All right, I'll I'll look forward to seeing those stats. I'd be uh, in fact that, that would help me out of my commentary work. So I, I feel like I owe you a fee if you come up with those stats. Well, there's a few websites that I went down, but some of them didn't look too reputable, Piney. And you know, I thought, but there's there's football people following A League around the world clearly with those stats. But I. I have seen that it's not as alarming as what um, Knicks fans might fear, but I do feel like the rub of the green tends to go the other way sometimes, especially when it comes to red. So I'll, I'll report back, but great to see the Knicks doing that. Absolutely. Just before you go, NFL playoffs at the moment. The Ravens have beaten the Texans uh, 34-10, uh, 49ers Packers to come in around 25 minutes. Um, do you watch the NFL? Sounds like a lot of people do. Yeah, they do. And this is the one thing I just wanted to make the point with the NFL is that this is how big that sport is. Okay, They've gone through their own controversy with uh, concussion and CTE injuries, but still... Last year in America, 93 of the top 100 TV events were American football. My God. That is uh, the NFL and American college games. So I think the national championship game is pretty big, but the Super Bowl got 115 million viewers in America. That's about a third of the population, the 330 million Americans out there, 335. So this year it's gone even higher. It's on roids, if you like, with um, things like Taylor Swift dating... Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. So their ratings have gone through the roof. And now I'm thinking rugby's going through a bit of a problem. It's a contact sport that's got a lot of people who love it over here. But do we need Lord 
or Benny to date Will Jordan or Rico Ioane. Just putting it out there. <laughs> Well, yes, I'm not sure what Will Jordan and Rico Ioane's partners would have to say about that particular suggestion, but I do like the way you're thinking. Well, while you've been away from the ACC, uh, they've picked up a wicket, or rather New Zealand have. Uh, Pakistan 54 for 2 in the 11th over when you get back. Always great to chat, James. Thanks for taking the time. We'll do it again next Sunday. Cheers, Piney. Take care, mate. You take care too. James McConey, huge part of our Sunday's uh, Alternative Commentary Collective and all across your social media platforms as well. I uh, love getting his, uh, his wonderful and irreverent takes on sport every Sunday afternoon here on Weekend Sport. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.